Nobody knows what I'm saying. Ain't really much I can tell you to be honest with you. It's uh, it's already done. It is. It's already done. It's in the past now. So yeah. you can't change the past, right? It's you true. saw it. It happened. And I would say it's behind me now, but really, I mean, it's right in front of them. And it's paper, so you know it's it came from wood, so it's earthy. I guess he was he wanted some earth on his face. I really don't know how to take that, but um, but welcome to our show. Another <laughs> <laughs> episode of whatever creams your Twinkie. Oh damn, we forgot. Hold on. Oh, should we? How, how should we? Should we start from step one or just just go right into it? Let's go into it. Ah, yes, indeedy weedies. Oh, knew something fell empty. It, it did. It Not did. my ball sack. Man, this is a standalone act. They ain't got nothing to do with nobody else. Yeah, him and his ball sack are just by themselves. They just, yeah. you know, that's a separate entity, and so <laughs> <laughs> that will be addressed in some other form at some other time. Yeah, which is quite all right, and, I, and I'm okay with that. I am quite all right with that. Hey man, I believe you can let the man do. Whatever you want to do with his nuts, as long as he don't try to involve me. That, that's all it is. That's that's what it's... And, you know, yeah, what he said. Really? I mean, how... how Do you want me to spell it? You want me to... No, you don't, you don't need to spell it. I already know how to spell nuts. Um, that's nothing else that needs to be done with someone else's nuts. I'm, I'm fine with leaving them where they are and him doing whatever he wants to do with them. Planters, pistachios, cashews. Mm-hmm. Even craisins. Even. They look too much. Yeah, I wouldn't even. You're leaving. That's the, the skin, though. You. Okay. Hey, hey, so, anyway, yes. How y'all doing today? Yes, I don't know where we were going to go, but we're back now. We, we took the wrong off-ramp, and that's okay. We've we've made our way back onto the interstate, and sure. here we go. So, now we're just going to ride this thing on out. It's just about finding your way, bitch. That's all it is. By the way, I am Flavor Hype. And that is that boy Jack Boy. Yeah, yeah, shit. yeah. Is that boy Jack Boy? Yeah, shit. <laughs> He's got a new name. You heard it first here, ladies and gentlemen. That boy Jack Boy. Shit. <laughs> so that's we're gonna refer to him as that from now on. You can quote me on it too, bitch. This is TBJBS. <laughs> that boy Jack Boy. Shit. Shit sound like a hotel TV channel. Yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah, damn, that's tough. It does. Mm. Tampa. Oh, I ain't gonna get into it. Don't worry about it. All right. So what we're gonna get into the show. We're just gonna talk about a few things. You know what we do? We just we we cream Twinkies, and that's. I mean, what else you want to say, man? Because it is what it is at this point. So we're also building hats. <laughs> Not very stable, but they're there. Just something to help block. You know, if you got like extra light from up here that's coming down, you know, just 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 a long bill, just keep it there. Like, you know what? I don't want my eyes to be subjected to such bright lights. You know, I don't, I don't want that to happen. So, you know, you just stuff some paper up in your hoodie. You smell like right that's that's it. That's all. Need whole reason I wore it. Mm-hmm. There's nothing. There's nothing bright up there, but that's fine. No, it that's could. why we got ceilings. I guess it's a bright ceiling. Maybe it's the color of the ceiling that and the light reflected off of Venus into some swamp gas. <laughs> and so, because you know how, how like, 
you know, the water bends light, and it goes, it doesn't make that sound, why the fuck it make that sound? It might. It might, you know what, because our hearing isn't the best on Earth, so it might make that sound when it hits the water. It might sound like, uh, what's that fucking Martian from Looney Tunes? Uh, Marvin the Martian? Yeah, that nigga. I'm so similar. <laughs> and, and, is he, was he like wearing a, a kilt? Bro, I don't know what that nigga is. Like he had on night armor, a kilt, <laughs> and um, some moon boots. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, like I'm Jay's. This nigga had some what's up, Doc? So. <laughs> he had some space jams. <laughs> Michael Jordan gave this nigga some shoes bro. way before the movie came out. Like, what I'm, the fuck, man? He, like he had some Space Jam before Space Jam came out. And for like, some reason, I'm picturing a scrub brush on the top of this nigga head. I don't yeah, know why. Yeah, no, no, you're right. It, it, I, I think so. I think so. Maybe, maybe it's, maybe it's the Mandela effect or something. That's the. <laughs> Bro, that's the shit that barbers use to, to brush all the goddamn hair off the cape. Oh, he had the first one. Oh, and he and he and he took it to outer space. Maybe 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 it was made out of something some unearthly type of material or something. Maybe that's that's what it was. So well, that shit worked good. That shit worked real I good. I never saw any hair on him. I mean, his uniform was clean, so he probably just. And put it back on. Maybe that's how he did it. He really liked the Kenny from South Park. He really the Kenny of the Looney Tunes. Yeah, but we never saw anything of it. Well, actually, actually, you know what? We did see Kenny's face in the movie. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> I have yet to see Marvin the Martian's face. Maybe, that, I mean, I understand that's his whole thing. You only gonna see his eyes and the Same helmet. shit like this. <laughs> Except you still can't see it. It's just dark as it's yeah, like, it is. The further forward this shit come, the darker it gets. <laughs> That's the craziest thing. I don't know how we got to talk the about fuck you get a helmet that cancel light with with the barber brush. Maybe it's the barber brush helmet. I think that's what we're gonna call it—the barber brush helmet. Why I get one? You get it's Mars. Oh, he got straight off his planet. They probably got some. They, they probably got some ill barbers on Mars. I was about to say, nigga. They probably. I mean, like the the smoothest, cleanest. Out of this world fade. <laughs> <laughs> like literally out of this world fade that you can you can think of. Niggas probably throw some clippers at your head. And it just <laughs> Yeah, what <laughs> like with a boomerang or something. So so that way it wraps around the head, like, okay, and then we're gonna do that, and then they change the setting and then boom. Put a guard on that motherfucker. Be done in like two minutes. Like a two minute clean, crispy fade. Amazing. That nigga threw some plugged. How the fuck you throw in? How you throw some plugged in clippers at a nigga and just shape his shit up real nice? Oh, you gotta have them skills like you know how to people know how to how to use the whip and everything. I know some people know how to use the whip. I don't I mean I, I get it how they used to do us, even though Marvin's probably black. <laughs> the surface area around that nigga face, yeah, right? it is it's definitely like. And he got a barbershop brush on his shit. He gotta be a nigga. Oh yeah, he has to. Yeah, because if if you know we can't we we can't really use the ones that are like the little handheld broom that just is like that. No, we gotta have a brush brush. That really get because our hair is different. 
Yeah, this shit. And Marvin was low key like the nigga of the Looney Tunes universe. Because when he always the one, like, these niggas want to do some outrageous shit, and Dak would be like, Nice thing, that's a great idea. And then this nigga back here, hey, look, I don't think we need to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I really think y'all niggas tripping. Y'all, yo, 70 Sam still busting at y'all. He ain't reloaded not one time in he, 70 uh, years. Now, Marvin the Martian had, had the guns. He really had the heat that was <laughs> otherworldly. Because he was like, the, the disintegrator and and the de- evaporator or whatever kind of gun like yeah all of them that'll, that'll make you do something serious like yeah you heard the gun bang bang ah you shot me or ah it hurts but he got the ones that and then you just powder on the floor that, that nigga had the ray gun and <laughs> black ops <Yes. laughs> the pack a punch ray gun oh my ops. goodness that dude was crazy like and I'm, I'm like shooting that goddamn box and I don't know where he got it from either, because you know it couldn't have come from Acme, because <laughs> Wiley Coyote kept getting stuff from Acme that would just backfire. And they had like some the worst quality in their products. It looked great, but it didn't work right. Mm-hmm. And maybe, maybe Wiley didn't put it together. Maybe he was like missing a, a screw or something, and you know maybe the things didn't line up right. And then he like hit the button, and then the backfire shoot him in the face <laughs> or whatever the case may be. You know how this shit shoot down your duck and it turn his goddamn bill all the way back oh, yeah. to the back of his face. Oh yeah, that's what that's what it, that's when that happened the very first time. They let Daffy Duck test the fucking gun out, and they twisted all his shit around. And, and then Acme, how is how is Acme still in business after all these def- defective products? Like what, I don't know how they do that. How 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 sway? Y'all niggas are the IKEA of gun making. I ain't saying you can't. I'm just saying after you finish, you're gonna be like, I don't know if this is right. He said, after you finish, you're gonna be like, I don't know if this is right. Like, when you, I don't know if this is right. <laughs> maybe, maybe she, maybe she's crazy. I mean, at that moment, he was like, you know, I just need to bust off, and then you get done. He's like, I don't know if this is right because you, you, you got it in, and then, and then you left it in, and now you probably got a crazy. Not a crazy baby, but you got a baby about it crazy. And yes. so, okay. So, so you like, you know, the, you know, vinegar strokes or whatever. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> it just, you just, ah, and then, and then you go just, 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 just shot the club all the way up. <laughs> and next thing you know, like, I don't know if this is right. And she like, what's your name? I'm like, oh, oh. Yeah, you, you wasn't making them faces when I, well, I wasn't really looking at you while I was digging you out. So, the thing, so the moral of the story is, eat corn chips and masturbate. Now I've said this before, but you, what do you, you mean you said it before? <laughs> <laughs> when did you say this? I'm glad, nigga. Oh yeah, no, I wasn't present for this because I would remember that shit. <laughs> that nigga said, I said this before. Did you write a book? Nah, I didn't, no, not it yet. I, no, I couldn't write a book because the page would be sticky. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's, that's, that's not. It's, it's <laughs> Gonna be an audio book. <laughs> Jeez, man. <laughs> oh, Snapdragon. Alright, so that's how that's gonna go. Um and, and speaking of like crazy, busting off in crazies. I, I got a, a a topic I wanna bring up about um <laughs> Crazy well, well yeah, but you know how how some single mothers will, will treat the fathers as if they are far less than um, just based on the fact that they're upset because the relationship didn't work. You know, that's all it takes for the right crazy bitch or just the right, uh, how I want to say this, 
unsettled okay. individual. Okay. That's all it takes is for some unfavorable shit to happen. And they just decide they're going to take it out on this nigga for the rest of existence. And it's just like, but you're not even taking it out on the right nigga or the right type of nigga. It'd be mm. something different if he was actually a shitty father. And he was giving you reason to shut him out of y'all's life like that. But the fact is, you just want to paint him out to be this horrible fucking father figure just so you can convince yourself you got a reason to treat him like that or talk shit about the nigga just so you can act like you doing all this shit all by yourself. Oh, all he did was bust nuts and leave and I'm in this motherfucker taking care of our son or our daughter and this nigga ain't doing shit. Probably because you don't pick up the fucking phone when he call you and ask if he can get the kid for the weekend. <coughs> yeah. Stop acting like it's what for, for what? But then mm. you let an even worse nigga come in your life and ruin all your shit. Or well, you'll take that off the chain all day. Mm. But mm. a nigga actually trying to be a decent person. Yeah. Wow. I just realized what what happened. Yeah. You'll take that off the chin all day. I'm going to say it again because you're going to keep taking it off the chin because you are not a very smart individual. I'm not saying all females are stupid. I'm just saying any woman who will look a man in the face knowing damn well he is doing his damnedest to be a decent father and be there. You know how many motherfucking fathers refuse to be in their kid's life from the jump? Mm. The, the type of motherfuckers that tell you to get an abortion. Them niggas. But this nigga, every single day, every week, is concerned with whether or not his relationship with his son or his daughter is ever going to be existent because of your roadblock ass sitting in the fucking way. For no fucking reason. How many times has he offered to come get the child? How many times has he said he wants to see his son? How many times has he called you just to hear his son's voice? And you talk to this nigga like... He ain't doing a damn thing. He ain't trying to do shit. He don't want to do shit. Well, what are all these text messages talking about? Let me see my son for his birthday. Just shit. You know what? I think you understand fucking getting that. I understand. I'm pretty sure some of them out there understand and are probably going through that. And I'll tell you something else. I saw this. Um, There was a video that was like some years ago of this, this woman. Like she, <clears throat> she opened the door up. I think it was, you know, some whatever. Well, I don't know where it was. She just opened the door and uh, the kid's father was like standing outside. He had like a couple of presents in his hand, right? Mm -hmm. Just to give to the child. And I'm like, hey, you know, what's up? I'm pretty sure that the child probably, I can almost guarantee, does not care. He's like, you got gifts or whatever the case may be. I want to see daddy or whatever. The child probably doesn't care about all that. But this woman stood right there and said, what, what is it? What, what's going on here? Said, okay, I just want to, you know, I want to see him. Yeah, I brought some gifts. She was like, what is this? Because they, he only had like a couple of gifts or something. She was expecting a whole lot, a whole, a, a plethora of gifts and just being showered as if that is what will allow him access to his child. Like, you, you can't just come with a couple of gifts. Now, you got to bring a carload or a U-Haul <laughs> full of, of presents and gifts and all this kind of stuff. Then you can probably see him for a little while. I'm just going to think, well, hold on. Ask the child. Ask the child if the, if the child has an issue with it. Guarantee the child is not. I, I can guarantee you that. Unless unless he was like the horrible dude that was, you know, abusing the child. Something like that. Something to that effect. But if he's going to sit there and bring and say, hey, I just got this. She sat there looking at the gifts and just flipped them up in the air outside. It's like, nah, uh-uh. 
He ain't going to come with this. Where, where, where the big gifts at? Where's that? That's basically how she was putting it. And she was saying this right to us. I don't know why she was recording herself doing this. But like that was like like she was in the right for doing that. Criminating your damn self. Yes, exactly. And I mean, I, I the internet tore her ass up. I mean, <laughs> they lit into her ass for that bullshit right there. I'm sure some was like, "Yeah, girl, he right." And then some were like, uh, "He need to bring a few more gifts." Whoever thinking like that, go to a corner somewhere and just drink all the bleach. Jump off a cliff while you drinking the bleach. Exactly. Because, well, first of all, you don't even understand the context of nothing that's going on. You just see a woman treating a father like shit and you are all for it. Mm. Which is a very clear indication of what type of bitch you are. Mm -hmm. This is why I use the term stupid bitch. <laughs> why do you agree? Why? I don't understand that. I'm, I'm looking at it like, well, He's doing something. Yes, indeed. He's doing something. I don't care what the hell it is. If he was, if he brought one gift and said he didn't want to see him for his birthday, cool. If he didn't bring any gifts, he's just there to see his child. He's there. That's it. Um, you know, even if it's just, if he's just starting, if he is just starting, like, look, I, I'm taking, the, I'm this is the first step right here, first step towards a million. I, I want to take this step. I want to be involved in the kid's life. If that's where he wants to start, and he started right there, boom, let that man start. Unless the child refuses and says no, and is just adamant about not seeing him or whatever the case may be, then, okay, maybe have a reason at that point. But if the child is not refusing, you don't need to be the one to step in the way. Don't, don't be that roadblock to that relationship because you're really only hurting the child because you're upset. You want him to behave a certain way and act a certain way as, as the father, but you're only seeing it from your perspective. You're not trying to think about how healthy the relationship should be between the child and the father, um, how the child can benefit from having that father figure in his life or her life, and vice versa. I mean, there can be a whole lot more done for the child with both parents involved than just with one, and you won't have to be struggling. But maybe you want to struggle so you can try to make it seem like you're doing everything. And I'll tell you something else. I'm not going to hold back. Listen, listen, let me tell you this shit right here. To all the women, and, and I know it's not all the women, but if you are a female, you have custody of a child, okay, I get it, and you're still living with your parents, you are not providing for the child, the child's grandparents are providing for the child because it's their house. And you. And, yes. <laughs> they're, they're providing for two now. And I'm not saying you're not doing anything for the child, but I'm saying don't you dare sit up here and say, I'm doing all this, I'm providing it. No, you're not. You're not quite doing as much as you profess to be doing. That's that's not it, or purport to be doing. That's not what you're doing. That's not it. Because if you're on your own, that's something else. But if you're staying with someone else, with, with your parents, you're still living at home, and you got a child there, and you're eating up their food, and staying in their house, and you are trying to take the credit for doing all this shit that, that's not really being done by you. I, again, I'm not saying you're not doing anything, but you're not doing as much as you say you are. You just want to put it out there like, oh, you want to be that a part of that statistic. Like, that's the cool thing to be. Like, oh, oh, woe is me. I'm a single mother. I'm provided for my child. I do everything. He don't do nothing. First of all, he probably does. But you're not going to tell everyone that he does it because you want to make it seem like you're doing everything. Don't you lie, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to keep all the receipts. And that, no, not at all. And why? Let me let me tell you something else. Um, if you're going to put him on child support, 
okay, I, I get it, but let me try to explain something to you. First of all, child support is not, it's for the child. It's not like angry ex support. So don't <laughs> sit up here and try to, try to do that bullshit. But we can't do anything about it. If you put us on it, you put us on it. It's, it's as fucked up as it is and as um, it's geared towards the um, custodial parent, which is a lot of time. I say the majority of the time, it is the woman. It is the mother. Um, when you do that, if, if he's working and is unable to pay it all, and I know it probably sounds like, oh, you're just making excuses, but it really just makes sense. If he's unable to, to make those payments and you take him back to court and you're like, nah, forget that. He ain't making payments. He needs to be put in jail. Well, how much money are you getting in jail? How, how much money are you going to get from him if he's in jail? Like, he's not even allowed to, he can't even be out there to find work to help with the child. You put him in jail. He didn't put himself in there. You had to do all that. You had to take him to court and say, hey, nah, fuck that. I don't want to put him in jail because I like, because you're mad. Does the child want the other parent in jail? Just ask the child. The child probably doesn't even understand the concept of that. He just knows that the other parent, not that, that daddy's not there. Oh, where's daddy? Oh, he's not here. You know, he, da, 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 da. he's not doing this. He's not doing that. Okay. He's not in, he's not there. He's in jail. He can't provide anything. He can't help. He can't even be there to, um, give you some relief if you like, hey, can you take him for a few days and watch him or her or whatever, yada, yada. He can't even do that because he's in jail because you put him in jail. Now, don't try to blame him for something that you did. I get it if he's not doing anything at all and he just complete shit. That's a different story. But if he's out there working and actually is involved and present in the child's life, don't take that away from him. Don't take that away from the child because you want to be mad because you want to hold that because you want to hold a grudge. Come on, just, just, Think about it from the child's perspective and think about it from something that's actually practical. You're not going to get any money from him if he's in jail. If you got a little bit of money from him when he's out, you're going to get zero money from him while he's in jail. Okay? That doesn't make sense. It just, it just, you know, what are you trying to prove here? You're just building on top of some shit that's going to make it so that you can subscribe to this whole baby daddies ain't shit notion. Mm. But, and, and you, you think that that makes you look like an amazing mother because... Everything just stops at the end result of some shit that you did. Mm. Daddy's in jail. Kid don't know why he's in jail. Because your scorned ass put him in jail. Daddy don't care about you. See, he's not here. That's because you don't pick up the fucking phone when he's trying to see if y'all are at the house so he can come by and see his fucking kid. Mm. That's why. But you spitting it to your child as he's not even trying. Now look, he did some illegal shit. Look, your dad's in jail. Look, this is somebody that you want to have in your life. Now you're trying to convince your son or your daughter through your words and actions and through your fucked up, mixed ass, unstable set of emotions that this kid's father is not worth caring about or letting in. They're not, they're too impressionable to understand. They spend mm -hmm. all day, every day around you listening to everything you say. So no matter what the fuck comes out of your mouth, the kid's going to take it as gospel. Mm -hmm. So of course, if you sitting here spinning the fucking yarn and acting, saying all this shit and relaying this message and doing all this shit to make the kid think that the dad ain't worth shit, they're going to believe it more and more and more, especially when they're expecting their dad to be there and they continue to get disappointed time and time again. They don't have another side of the story to compare anything to. That's it. They only get in one side. And if you're only getting one side of the story, that's all you have to go off on, off of. So that that's it. It's like, damn. And the kid is not old enough to, to 
distinguish between the side they always get versus the side that they don't have. They don't they don't know how to look at it like that. All they know is they got one lens to view this whole pers- this whole situation through, mm-hmm. and that's all they got. And with a kid's mind, that's that's as far as it's gonna go for them. They're not gonna look into it thinking, well, I don't even know what's going on from dad's side. So I really yeah. can't form an opinion about this whole thing. Right. And you you're more or less taking advantage of the kids innocence Mm -hmm. and ignorance more or less Mm -hmm. because you're the one that's keeping him in the ignorant fucking bubble yeah yeah it is it's just i don't i don't i don't understand what the fuck you expect to gain from that because the reality that you're trying to create is nowhere near being in existence (laughs) it's just a reality that for some reason you just feel it's, it's just like it's like you bitches thrive on spite Hmm. It's like you you're not a lot of you motherfuckers, no nah, fuck this. A lot of you bitches. <laughs> the reason why you continue to create a hostile environment in any and every situation that you end up in is because you don't know how to be in a peaceful one. Hmm. Your entire life has been just drenched in turmoil and chaos. Well into fucking adulthood. So much to the point that now that's the only fucking kind of environment that you know how to exist in. You don't know how to be in an environment where everything is easy going, where everything involves some level of consideration and being thoughtful and being reasonable and being rational and being understanding and being loving and being Mm. nurturing Mm. and being caring. All the shit that you claim to be that the dad is not being... You're sending the exact opposite message by being the way that you are. And like he said, it's something different. We'll be talking about the baby daddies that actually ain't shit. But just because this man holds the title of your baby's father does not mean that you need to try to paint this image of him being the worst fucking human being. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because you're you spouting all this bullshit about him as if he is somebody that you hate. The type of person that you hate. But every effort that he makes to be the type of person that you act like you prefer him to be, you pretend he's not doing that. So you want him to be a daddy that's worth a damn. But every time he does something to show you that he's a dad that's worth a damn, you pretend he's not doing it. So you don't want that. Why would you Why would you act like you want one thing just to reject this shit as soon as you get the thing that you act like you want? I think what happens is... It's a either an all or nothing. Like there's no gray area. Like he either has to do every single thing that she believes he should do for the child. If he does any less than that, then he's doing nothing. Like if he if he's giving you like 30, 40, 50, 60 percent, whatever, he's doing something something is more than nothing. So if he's not doing one hundred percent of what you think, what you believe, I'm not saying your beliefs and what you think you should do is outrageous. I'm just saying if it's if he's not matching all of these things right here, that doesn't mean he's doing nothing. Because it's like you're either doing this or you're not doing anything. Like there's a gray area there. He can still be doing something. He could be doing 40, 50, 60 percent of all that, consistently doing it, providing providing for, being there for. Just being being a presence of some sort, being someone that, that child can reach out to and see and, and be with it and spend time with and all that. Even if he doesn't always provide the money or gifts or anything like that providing his presence is huge 
being there is huge for the child. Trust me. Tr trust me. Ask the child if the, if the child wants the father there. Just ask the child. Hey, you want to see him? I mean, unless he's a piece of shit and he's, you know, just mean to the child or whatever and, and doesn't care, then that's one thing. But if he's actually being there and present, allow him to be that. Don't say, well, you're not doing anything for the child. Look, I don't think the child sees it that way. The child doesn't know about the money that, you know, he may not be bringing in or, or the gifts or whatever like that. That's not really the child's place. Don't, I mean, and, and I'll tell you something else. Fuck that, don't hold me back. There's no way that a child should know about the things that are going on in the adult world because that is not for the child. Like, they don't understand. They're not going to be able to comprehend. Sometimes the women don't even comprehend it because they're thinking like children anyway. But that's another story. Um, the the, the, the point I'm trying to make is... I mean, they didn't really hear that. They, they're trying to skip over that part. They probably fast-forwarded to that. Yeah, I bet you did. Um, when, when the child is there with the father, just let them have that time together because in that child's mind... There's no money, there's no gifts, there's just the person that I love to be with right then and there, right in front of my face, playing with me, playing, uh, playing with the trains or whatever, whatever, just being there, even if they're just sitting there watching a TV show together, just hugged up together, just watch, sitting right by side, ah, that's my little man, that's my, that's my little girl, something like that, yada, yada. The child loves that. The child doesn't love the fact that, oh, daddy brought me another $5 or $10 or $100 or whatever. The child doesn't care about that. Daddy made another... $1,200 child support payment that I'm, that's not going to be used on me anyway. The child knows nothing. <laughs> Dad got me another stimulus check. <laughs> the child doesn't know anything about that, nor does the child care because that is not the, the world that the child lives in. It's not based on money for the child. It's not based on gifts. Even though gifts are fine, and I know it takes money to get the gifts. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying the concept of money is not where the child's mind is. It's not based on, well, he has to do this, then I'll spend time with him. He has to pay for this, then I'll spend time with him. Nope. Child is like, yes, I'll spend time with him. That's daddy. I, I, yeah. Bring it. Yes, right here. In, in my room, we can we can play with the cars or the dolls or whatever. Whatever. Let them spend time with the child. Don't sit up there and, and don't try to say, oh, well, your daddy didn't do this, so I had to do this again. Don't spend that and bring that into the child's world. That's not supposed to be what the child hears. You should never badmouth the other parent in front of the child to the child. And I, I'm I'm men and women, mothers and fathers, don't do that about the other about the other parent right in front of the child or to the child or anything like that. Don't ever do that. That's that's bullshit. You ain't got shit to gain from that. Nothing at all. And all you do I mean, yeah, you might get the child to side with you, but is that really healthy for the child? I'm like, I don't, I don't care about you. Well, he didn't do anything. Uh, okay, that's for you to determine and for you to deal with on your own in your own way aside from the child that child should still have a great relationship or still see the parent as a great person a great parent to themselves they shouldn't think of them as well daddy didn't do this so that's why i don't have the train set that i asked for or whatever you know whatever the case may be that shouldn't even those thoughts shouldn't even come into the child's mind because the child should have no concept of that we want to know why the child probably ain't got the train set because you mommy got the new nails exactly Mommy used the shit to get her damn self straight. The money that was supposed to be used she got to new, She got the new headboard for, uh, for, 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 for her OnlyFans. I'm stop. Let me stop. Let me stop. Oh, fuck that. That shit real. That's real as a motherfucker. You bitches going to sit here and act like you doing all this shit in the best interest of your child. So you want a three-year-old on your side when you go to court based off all the shit that you told them? And you're an irrational motherfucker to begin with. 
But yet every single time you get some of that fucking money, you spend it on your damn self. Nothing that has anything to do with you taking care of your fucking kid. We got to We gonna talk about this the whole time. I'm about to say, yeah, this shit, nah, I mean, this shit. Because I, I know, it, trust me, we can go. <laughs> but we, we going to get on to something else. We, we go, woo. Y'all, put, your, put, put the comments in there. Oh, Hit yeah. us up with your thoughts, however you feel about it. If you got a question about it, if you got a point of view, you want to add something else to it, that's perfectly fine. We're not irrational. We're not trying to get mad at y'all or anything like that. Just come at us with it and be like, oh, okay, okay, well, this person needs to do something else. Let's think about it this way. We'll consider that and bring that to light. Um, and talk about that next time or something like that. So sure. just tell us what you think. Tell us what your thoughts on it, your experiences on it. And, and one last thing, stop trying to, <laughs> do y'all really need like thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars a month to raise a child? Y'all stop, stop taking advantage of the celebrities and all that, trying to exploit them and like, what? I need to be paid $233,000 a month for child support. Why? Who what? What Child. kid do you know Who you, raising? you need to raise off six figures a month? What what kid is three? This nigga still eating fruit snacks, <laughs> apple juice and shit. Wearing sandals with jean shorts. What? Oh no, man. Bitches be dressing their kids up in all kinds of crazy ass shit. Like a fucking deacon in training. I know how this shit go. This nigga is a motherfucking landscaping worker ready to go right now. I've seen too many little bitty ass niggas in sandals and crispy ass jeans. Oh, snap. Nigga named Brett. Alright, alright, alright. But I just want to put out there like, like man, that's kind of crazy. You know, you think about some of the outrageous numbers like for one child, it's like a few thousand dollars a month. Like, who can I raise a child? For few? If it's some different situations and special needs, I'm not talking about that. Just straight up, you know, kid popped up. All right. So then you get mad and, you know, he has like a great job. Like, oh, oh, I'm going to get him for some money now. Now I I need $12,000 a month in child support. For what? You don't need it. The child doesn't need it. You just want it. You want it. Because this is your ticket. This is your one chance, your one biggest chance to get the most money. Because you don't want to work. But this, this is, okay. So we're gonna move on to something else. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna move on to something else real quick. I know we're taking up a whole lot of time with that. Woo, we kind of got in the bag about that. It was a deep bag. Um, let's talk. We're gonna stay on the kid thing for a second, just for a second, just to talk about that. Let, let, let's let's say, um, what would you say is one of the best lessons that you could teach your child? Oh shit, nigga, that list is that's a pretty extensive list. But I will say for one. Respect for authority. Mm-hmm. Well, really, respect in general. Okay. Because yeah, there's yeah, a yeah. lot of young motherfuckers now that don't feel like they have to respect anybody. And if you were to ask them why, they wouldn't be able to tell you. They just don't like old niggas. And it don't even be old niggas. It be niggas our age. We ain't even old. Don't, it's just, don't, we're just older than they are. Yeah, it, exactly. <laughs> and it's, just, it's like motherfuckers that like, they don't understand anything that came before them. So they talk shit about it. And then they just put on this pedestal all the shit that they know. Because it's the shit that they came up with. It's just like, that's just a trend that reminds me of just the, the value of respect and consideration. And not really having to give a fuck. Which is just ties into the next thing. Mm-hmm. Being able to man the fuck up, like if I could go back in time and because I didn't, my my dad split when I was like five, nigga, 
And I mean, I'm very much on the fence. A lot of people say a woman can't teach you how to be a man. And I mean, to an extent, I agree. Um, yeah. that, that's a very intricate thing. Yeah. I have to fucking talk about that shit some other time. But I just wish I would have been more assertive. I wish I would have had someone like really teach me how to be assertive and like how to be more aggressive and stand up for myself. That's something that'll be huge for a kid because you go to school and you're subjected to all these kids that's just going to tease you and bully you. And Mm -hmm. in a kid's mind, it's a big deal for somebody to talk about how weird your fucking head is shaped or the clothes that you got or the shoes that you got on as dirty as a motherfucker or some Mm -hmm. shit like that. So if you learn how to be more assertive and not give a shit early, that type of shit won't phase you. I mean, at least it won't phase you as much as it might phase the average kid. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, and just also not expecting to be entitled to anything. Mm. Having to earn any anything that you want. Even if for some reason you do just come across some shit and it comes real easy to you, don't fucking expect it. Mm. Don't expect the world to hand you a goddamn thing just because you want it. That's not enough for you to get some shit. If you want some shit bad enough, you need to be willing to put in whatever work that it requires for you to get the shit that you want. I don't give a fuck what it is. I don't give a fuck if it's a crunch bar at the gas station, my nigga. If you want it, find a way to scrounge up that goddamn dollar nineteen and get the shit. The smaller we start, the more room we got to build. And then we can talk about your ass wanting to be a motherfucking mechanical engineer or some shit when mm-hmm. you get older. It's just you you have to learn the value of hard work and earning your keep. Earning what the fuck you want and going for that shit. Stop telling yourself what the fuck you can't do. You'd be surprised how much shit you can go above and beyond and accomplish if you stop telling yourself, I can't do it. Well, maybe it will be difficult. Like right now, I'm at a point in my life, I'm trying to find the best way to be self-made as I possibly can. I'm on my entrepreneur shit right now. Now, this is, I mean, I'm kind of working on the stepping stones towards getting there right now, but this is the type of shit that I would like to at least try to put it in the head of a kid. They're probably not going to be able to grasp everything that I would say to them. But if you start early, that's the thing. You'd be surprised what you can get a kid to understand if you start early, like trying to teach them this shit. So if you give them a jump start on this on this type of stuff, like they'll get they'll grasp more of an understanding of it as they get older. As they get older, you can keep having these conversations with them about how to respect people, about how to earn what the fuck you want, about being assertive. And having more of a domineering presence. Don't let motherfuckers look at you and think that you the motherfucker to get over on. Fuck that. That's just... Yeah, that's me, nigga. That's, there's a few things. Mm. And um, this is coming from personal experience. This is shit that I didn't grasp early. And I had to deal with that shit. This is why I am the way I am now. Mm-hmm. So if you ask me a question about some shit that you're doing and I don't pull no punches, bitch, don't be upset. You asked me for the truth. That's it. And I'm here. <laughs> this guy. He's still a great guy. <laughs> <laughs> Learned all that shit. Now, still a work in progress, but so is every fucking thing. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's my shit for sure. Um, all right, as far as like the, the best lessons, most valuable, I mean, <laughs> really, he kind of elaborated on more than more than I would. And probably about some of the same things that I did um, or was going to say. <sighs> 
There's so much. Yeah, there's so many different things. Probably like 12, 15 things I could just run off. But I say like some of the top ones would have to be um, be yourself. Don't worry about following up behind someone else or trying to be like someone else because all that you're seeing is what they're allowing you to see. You don't know what's going on behind the scenes. Like if they come out and they got like the freshest this or the best that or whatever. And even the celebrities on TV, um, you see them and they have like, you know, the, the best looking relationship. They play with each other on, on in front of the camera and they're loving. And, you don't know what goes on. Maybe as soon as the camera, he probably hits it with a left hook or as soon as the light goes off of the camera and we're done. <laughs> I told you not to bring up my mama. You know, something, whatever the case may be. You never know what's, <laughs> you never know what's going to go on behind the scenes. <laughs> So don't try to be like someone else. Just be comfortable with yourself. And I know that's a process because there's a lot of different things that, that come into play when it, when it comes to, especially growing up. Um, we know about childhood and being in school and having, you know, so much like peer pressure to do this, peer pressure to do that, uh, to be like this, to be like that, to have, you know, to be cool, to be popular, all that kind of stuff. All that stuff looks great. Um, but you don't really know what comes along with it or what goes into it because it could be like a whole lot of pressure. Like, damn, I can't even, you know, I can't go to the store or whatever. People are going to come up to me asking me questions about this, that, and the other. I have to look a certain way when I go to the store. I can't just be regular or whatever the case may be. Forget all that. <laughs> I've been the regular motherfucker my whole life. <laughs> Promise you. I, actually, I've, I've, I've been below regular my whole life. I got picked on. For not having the best clothes, the, the, the freshest this, the freshest that, every single day. I was shit, most of, like, when I was in junior high and all that kind of shit in high school, I was, welfare. Welfare. So, trust me, I, I didn't have the, the fresh Nike suits. I didn't have none of that. I had pro wings. <laughs> oh, damn. Do you know what pro wings are? I don't even. Pro wings are like this, I don't even know if they still make pro wings. There's... <laughs> This shit sounds like it was next to the, the Umbro pants in Walmart. Um, here's the crazy shit. Like I kept getting pro wings because they were like the cheap all brand of shoes. It was like a pair of shoes. Um, they de- obviously they weren't Nike or Reebok or Puma or Converse. None of that. There was those, and then there was like pro wings, and then there was like whatever brand of store right there. The Pro Wings were kind of known as being secondhand shoes, basically. And then, like, they were like a step above the the Air Jesus or something. <laughs> whatever, whatever whatever the case may be. So they were there. But I kept getting those, and I'm like, well, then that's all I can get, because that's basically all we could afford. I, I didn't have, like, the good job. I didn't, I didn't have, like, the, the I mean, maybe a, a pair of Levi's here and there, but it was like some... I don't even know what, what brand they were. Faded Glory. There was some, Nope. Now, not even Faded Glory? No. no. Oh, I, so uh, not, no Guess then? Oh, no. Guess was expensive. It probably, yeah, see, that's by, by the time I came up, Guess was probably just a... And, and here's the thing, I could, like, if, you, if I had Guess in junior high school, I was going to be the shit. I was like, oh, I got some Guess. <laughs> but I was tall and, like, so it's hard for me to find clothes that actually fit. So that's probably why I couldn't just go around wearing all that kind of, you know, the, the freshest stuff. But when I got my first pair of Nikes and wore them to school... Everybody was like, oh, he got some Nike. That's how I got treated for not having the shit. It was a, a day of celebration because I got some Nikes. And guess what? They were boxing shoes. <laughs> so if you go into a ring and get some... <laughs> 
I'm the greatest. I had some sugar red linens. <laughs> Same with the junior high school. It was my first pair of Nike. I was like, yeah, just because they had Nike on it. I didn't care that they were boxing shoes. I didn't even know that they were boxing shoes. I just knew they had Nike on them. I'm like, hell yeah, no more pro wings. <laughs> I, I mean, it wasn't, I, no Fila, no, no Deodora. Remember Deodora? Hell no. Damn, I see? see? Now, Deodoro was okay. They, they were cool for a little minute. For, for a minute. If you had some Deodoro, like, all right, some troops. Like, all right, all right, all right. I didn't have none of that. I had Deodoro at a time, but I had Nike was my first uh, brand name that was great. Everyone knows about Nike. That they, they were, It was just real bad. So, you know, all that shit, just be yourself. Be comfortable with who you are because you never know. At some point, all that other shit that they're doing might come down. And you'll still be consistently being yourself. And, then, and they'll look to you like, damn, you were always just, you know, just comfortable in your own skin. You didn't have any pressure on you because that, that's a whole lot of pressure thinking about that. Um, oh, yeah. Be stop. kind to everyone. Respect everyone. Just like he was, he was saying before, because you never know how much weight that holds. Like you may not be aware, but you don't realize that shit. But it, and one of the things like, all right, be cool with everyone. Be kind to everyone because that motherfucker that's quiet. In the back of the class, leave that motherfucker alone, <laughs> please. Because if he is, if you kind to everyone, he's gonna look. That that might be the one person that he like taps you on the shoulder and says, "Hey, look, um, ask teacher if you can go to the bathroom, but don't come back, nigga." All right, what? That's okay, what's up. okay, bet. I'm walking home. I'm walking bet. home. I'm walking home. I, I don't know what the fuck this nigga got. <laughs> he about to blow up this that whole is, side of the fucking school. That is it. That, that That's the day that Olympus falls. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, wow. So that's the type of shit I'm talking about. Just be kind to everyone. Respect everyone. Because you never know how it can come back to you. Um, Yeah, just be, be comfortable with yourself. Be respectful. And, I mean, I guess, you know, just don't. Just try not to be like anyone else. Just be the person that you are. And maybe someone else will try to be like you. Hell yeah, because you, you never know. A lot of motherfuckers are walking around here being something that they think they're supposed to be. And they talk shit about motherfuckers as being themselves because of how insecure they are. Mm. And because if they were to try to be them themselves, they, they don't they, know how. They have no idea how. They, they they looking at you with envy, actually. So all that bullshit they keep spewing to you about a bunch of other bullshit that don't matter. <laughs> It's really just a reflection of how they feel about their damn self. But a lot of people, like, they're going to make sure that you don't know that. That's oh, yeah. another thing I wish I would have known as a kid is when to when to realize that somebody talking shit about me is not a bad thing. This is just one person with one opinion about some shit that they don't even understand. You don't know me well enough to, tell, to try to tell me about the shit <clears throat> that I got going on with me. So what the fuck? Why the fuck should I think that your word carries any weight? Take it all with a grain of salt. Please. Whether it's a grain of salt or a grain of sugar. Assume everybody just playing. <laughs> laugh at. Laugh at everybody. Laugh at the niggas because... And, and laugh at yourself, too. Please. Yeah. 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 Don't if, if, you don't, if you don't laugh at yourself, fuck it. Hit me up. I'll laugh at you. I was about to say, I'm, nigga, <laughs> I can't wait for a reason to laugh at the motherfucker. Because the same... I'm laughing at myself about the same as I'm laughing at you, nigga. Just because I'm laughing at you does not mean that I don't fuck up. Oh, yes. I yes. fuck up plenty, nigga. So just understand, a lot of motherfuckers talk shit because if they don't talk shit, then they're going to have to look themselves in the mirror and admit to themselves that they ain't worth a damn in the first place. That's shit. why they talk about you. Mm. That's why they talk about other motherfuckers. Mm. That's the only shit that's keeping them going. Mm. You can keep yourself going because 
you comfortable in who the fuck you are. You oh, straight. Yeah. You can leave the house every day as yourself and be cool with that. Even if you got shacks on or fucking pro wings, don't make no motherfucking difference. You are the motherfucker that you are. And a lot of times, being unashamed in the shit that you are, that a lot of motherfuckers would talk shit and throw, throw motherfucking dirt on you about, if you show them niggas how much you don't give a fuck, they ain't gonna have shit to say. Yeah, they'll leave you the fuck alone. I promise you. It might take a little while, but they'll leave you alone. And then you'll, you'll still be like, you, you don't outshine all that shit. Because once you give them the pleasure and knowing that they can affect you and fuck with you, you're giving them the power. Like, fuck, don't give them shit. Exactly. Because if they're going to do all that, if they if they, if, if they see themselves as having some level of influence, right? Boom, it's up here. And they see you as maybe down here or whatever the case may be. They will keep thinking they're up here. And then once they talk bad to you and they see that it fucks with you, they're going to still see themselves up here. That's but the thing is, if you down here and they're talking shit and you don't give them any power, they feel like, damn, I can't affect this motherfucker. And you're still going to be up here. And they're going to keep talking shit about you like, well, shit, I can't fuck with him. Shit, I can't fuck with him. Shit, I can't fuck with him. You're going to be up here. They're going to see themselves here, but they're really going to be down here. And then they're going to start talking about you more because they see you as above them because you're unfuckwittable. Man. And a lot of times they know they down here. That's the shit that's making them continue to talk because now they're trying to bring you back down here with them. Uh-huh. So now at least they feel like they worth something because they have taken someone who don't give a fuck. And now in their mind, you've given them the power to feel like they can bring you from whatever level that you're on all the way down to where the fuck they are. Now, instead of y'all being on the same level, he feel like he above you now because mm. he was brought you down here. And that's what's elevating him. You're, you're this nigga's stepping stone because everything he says, you allow it to affect you. Talking about your shoes. You going to buy me some more shoes? Nigga? Yeah, you, I mean, you, I, I don't want to wear pro wings. I just... That's just what that's what we afford. So since you got all the bread, buy me some Nikes. Thank you. I wear a size some, twelve and a half. Give me some Air Max too. Why? <laughs> I don't even want George. Just give me some Air Max. Big ass soul. You can't even fucking squeeze it. It's low key a brick with cushion in it. Some nice ass shoes. <laughs> they got some nice shoes. I, I want to tell you something. We, we we talked about the um the one the uh, the parents and, and the parenting and things like that. And it, and it kind of made me think about something. When uh, the new person comes in, or, well, not necessarily have to be new, but you're in a relationship, or you start a relationship with someone, or you're about to start a relationship with someone, what would you say are some of the biggest red flags going into a potential relationship, or ones that you see right away, like, wait a minute, I don't know if I really want to do that. Mm. I don't know if I want to, I don't, I don't know if I want those problems. Oh, nigga, this shit, this is some shit that took me a while to learn. Really, just like last fucking year. If a motherfucker is acting like they're showing interest in you, but they're only putting in a, a fraction of the effort that you're putting in, you have to understand there's there's a reason for that. That's the first thing I want to say. All this, sorry I didn't text you back all day. I got busy as fuck. No, you didn't. You might have been busy. But the thing is, motherfuckers are going to show you exactly what they want you to see. They're not going to tell you that because they want you to think they care as much as it takes for you to stick around until they make up their mind about what the fuck they want to do. Do not let a motherfucker use you to their convenience. And because that's what a lot of motherfuckers will do. They will use you as much as you allow them to. So a motherfucker who is not even trying to reciprocate the level of effort that they expect to get. Don't get that motherfucker the time of day. Go ahead and block them. If the only time y'all talk is when you initiate the conversation, mm. fuck that. 
if every time you ask to hang out, they're making up excuses or they just don't hit you back at all, it's because they don't fucking want to. Think about, just think about how many times you didn't, you didn't fucking brush somebody out to the side because you didn't want to talk to them. You don't think they're doing the same thing to other motherfuckers? They're doing the same thing to people that they don't want to talk to that you do to the people that you don't want to talk to. If they're not fucking with you, it's because they're not fucking with you. There's nothing else to that. Now, granted, I will say there are situations, plenty of situations, all day, every day, where a motherfucker is in a situation where they can't commit to somebody else, whether it be because of horrible experience, past experience with somebody that they dealt with, or they're just not in a place where they even want to commit to being with one person. They probably don't even want a relationship for real. They just feel like they should want a relationship. So they pretend that they want a relationship and they end up wasting your fucking time. Whatever they're not ready for and they're trying to get themselves ready for is not your fucking problem. You don't have to sit around and be treated however somebody want to treat you just because they don't want, they don't know what the fuck they want and they're trying to figure it out while stringing you along all at the same fucking time. So do not give more effort to a motherfucker that they're giving you. The shit needs to be at least close to fucking even. If you ask him to hang out all the time and this motherfucker is just going and letting you pay for everything and doing all this shit. And I ain't even just talking about like females. Like dudes do this shit too. They're, they're, but don't think females ain't out here chasing niggas. That's the narrative that a lot of bitches paint to make it seem like that's just the type of shit that only men do. Oh no, is bitches out here getting played too? So don't make it seem like you are holier than thou. Um, shit, nigga, what else? Because that's that's the main thing, but that's not the only thing. Um, uh, motherfuckers that take their bad day out on you, that look for a reason to blame you, and just put everything emotional that they got off on you. Any motherfucker who doesn't give you the respect that they expect to get from you. Absolute fucking red flag. Cut that bitch off because you are an emotional punching bag mm. at that point. They are just, they just know no matter what they do or what they say to you, you gonna take the shit and you ain't fucking going nowhere. So they get to use you as their outlet to whatever extent mm. they want to. Don't ever allow somebody to think that they can disrespect you and get away with that fuck ass shit. Yeah. Do not fucking do that shit. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't let nobody use you for your time, nigga. Your time is valuable. You know what the fuck you want, and they don't get them the fuck up out of here. They're going to show you that they don't know what they want by their words and actions, or lack thereof. <laughs> A lot of times, nigga, silence to me nowadays, especially at this point in my life, silence speaks louder than any fucking thing that you can possibly say. I think I can hear more in a motherfucker's silence than anything that they can say to me. If you ain't saying shit, depending on what it's about, it's a good chance. I know why. I'm not saying I'm psychic. I can, I'm just saying motherfuckers make it. It's it's obvious nowadays mm. why motherfuckers show interest in certain shit. It's because they care enough about that thing to show interest in it. So if they're not showing interest in you, you think it's a motherfucking coincidence, nigga? Maybe they're not showing interest because there's no interest. You might be interested. You might be so interested that you think you can make them more interested in you, and you might be able to, but don't be out here going after motherfuckers that don't like you, for real. Yeah. That shit, it can, it can happen. I'm not going to say it can't. It's been motherfuckers that have been convinced that the ugliest motherfucker in their middle school is now the sexiest motherfucker of all time to them now, and they married and got all kinds of kids. They never would have pictured themselves being with this person. It can happen. I'm just saying, don't expect it to. 
I'm not saying treat bitches like they out of your league, but just evaluate what kind of person they are. Mm. Whether it be through talking to them or just observing how they are with other people or whatever the fucking case. You gotta you gotta pay attention to that type of shit. How do motherfuckers treat other people? Did this bitch cheat on her boyfriend to fuck with me? Because if she cheated on that nigga to fuck with you, that means the second she see a nigga that did the same wow. thing to her that you did when she was with that nigga, she gonna do the same shit to you, nigga. You are next in line. You are the next contestant. Come on down, you gullible ass nigga. How do you think that it's not going to happen <laughs> to you if you're the... Oh my God. I will never understand that. I've told people this before. I'm like, look. And, then, and I... I knew this shit when I was like a teenager. I mean, like young shit. I'm like, wait a minute. If you cheat on this person and then become involved with this other person here, what makes you think this person is not going to get cheated on? Because you're the cheatee. <laughs> what makes you think you're like so much more special? Like, you was like, oh, I'm, uh, hey, girl. How you doing? I'm okay. Don't you got a woman? Fuck her. I'm with you now. Hey girl, how you doing? I'm okay. Don't you go to women? Fuck her. I'm with you now. <laughs> or, or, or women. Or women. <laughs> it's not always a dude. I'm, uh, yeah. He's, oh, that nigga's hard. Stop, man. That nigga, hey, man. Stop, man. Look, why you pointing over there? This What's wrong with you? I'm about to say, man. You better get this guy to show, man. Point at these niggas. There's a lot more women looking back at you through this viewfinder than I am. I'm just look, nigga. I'm you. I'm I'm just oh, over snap. here doing, nigga. We we the captains of this ship. We just the captains of the ship. I'm just listening to you, but nigga, I'm not indulging. <laughs> but it, it, yeah, so there's so there's that. And and, and here's my thing. Uh, as far as the red flags go, I just want to put this out there real quick. Basically, a lot of shit the way you say it anyway. Um, but if I happen to be, you know, we like if we just dark talking or whatever, and then we go out on a date, yada yada yada, something like that. If I notice. That you sin, tend to spend a lot of time judging other people, Ooh. talking shit about other people, and I mean, like to me, like where do you place yourself? To be putting, and I'm talking about like, oh man, those are those are some crazy shoes they got on. Got and I'm like, ah, all right, yeah, whatever. <laughs> but if you're just going on about something, judging like, well, this person, da 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 da. Have you heard about this? I think that, 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 and that, that. Like, first of all, I ain't asking you what you thought about this, that, and the other. Because if you just start spewing out a whole bunch of shit about other people, randomly talking about them and judging them, I'm like, mm, I don't know about that. Mm, that's not a, it's, it's just not a, it's not a good feeling for me. I'm like, ah, I don't really like that. Because I've dealt with that shit before. Where you like, somebody always has something to say about something. Always got something. I like, can't just leave a motherfucker alone. Can't just, and it's all got to be something negative. Why? Why? Why does it have to be something negative? Why is that? I don't get that. Um, so, please don't be that type of person. Well, if you are, fucking be yourself. <laughs> but, you know, that's just a red flag. You know, always got something to say. Always got to judge somebody else about something going on. I'm like, damn, leave. Uh, what the fuck alone? Nobody bothering you for what? And, um, it, we talked about before the, uh, the, the parents thing. Like, if you... If, I'm, I'm saying this. Please try your best not to do this, ladies and gentlemen, parents of children. If you're getting into a new relationship, it's going. It's going to cover both sides of it. Please don't do this. 
please don't do this. Please try not to ever do this. New relationship, you just start talking about the other parent like they ain't shit to the new person. Mm. Mm. Leave that alone. Let Deal with that on another plane somewhere. Just let that be where it is because I'm pretty sure they might not want to hear about how bad the other person is. Maybe they do, but if they do, then that's just two messy people. And maybe y'all do belong together. But, you know, you don't come out the gate like, mm, I just got out of a relationship with, you know, this knucklehead-ass nigga and, and he ain't shit and his baby wanted this and all he did was that. Like, I just asked you what you wanted to drink. <laughs> you, you, you didn't. I didn't. I, I don't know how you heard anything about tell me about him from what you like. Do you want the sun kissed or not? Yeah. <laughs> I don't really know what the fuck all of this is. I'm just trying to see if I because I got bitch. That that's that's all I was. I, I didn't, I didn't, I don't know if I signed up for all this. I didn't read the fine print. Maybe that's my fault because I didn't read the fine print. And that, and that's on me. I, yep, that is me. No, I need to pay more attention to the contract before I sign it. But, but that's just it. So just, um, yeah, be yourself and just, and, and be yourself. So, and the red flags is not having to deal with just, just women. It's really just men. So dudes, if you're out there and you just, man, this, my baby mama is tripping because you know, I did this. And like, like you're expecting that person to be on your side all the, off the jump. Like, look, they don't even know you, and they damn sure don't know them. <laughs> so you talking to them about her is really sounding fucked up. You, you don't need to do that because you know, let 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 the relationship build as it builds without the outside shit. Just let it. If it's gonna build, let it do that. But don't try to build someone else and get them on your side so that way y'all can team up and. Talk shit about the other person or the other parent. Like, come on, man, don't do that. Bullshit, bitch. Fuck wrong with you. Still in middle school, nigga. Do you not know how to compartmentalize, nigga? Nope. Stop stop thinking that everything that you've been through has to translate to everything that you about to deal with, motherfucker. The the last nigga that you dealt with ain't got shit to do with me. Not there. And I understand it's gonna take you a minute to get over that, but bitch, if you were if you were honest with yourself, you wouldn't even be trying to put me in a position to deal with you. Until you figured out how to compartmentalize and, and, and deal with that shit first. A lot of y'all don't, and not like I say, men and women. A lot of y'all motherfuckers don't know how to separate this fucked up shit from this shit that has just been introduced to me. This has nothing to do with this, so why would I make this suffer for what the fuck happened at this point in my life? See, it's, it's spillage. It's some of that spillage. Like, they don't really... Because emotionally, they may not be ready yet. Or they may not be completely over it. Like, they have to clear this out so that way, you know, it can be filled up with, with hey, you know, this is a completely different situation. Like, if it's if this is over here and it's spilling over into here, like, this one, new one over here, y'all can see me, <laughs> and they're trying to fill it up. Like, like the two, the both of them came to be filled up there. It's going to be, it's going to be some kind of concoction that maybe not, it's not going to be worth much. It's not going to, it's not going to be as effective, as positive as you want it to be. So you won't be able to progress that way. So just try to clear out what you got going on over here. I'm not saying you have to just ah, completely shut that out because if that's a part of what you are, just remember the things that you've learned from this over here. So that way, if something comes up, you can, you'll can you be able to recognize it. And like, hey, you know, I kind of dealt with this before. So let me just let me just explain this and da-da-da-da-da if it ever comes up, if it ever comes to that point. Just try, try not to be the kind of person that mixes this with that. I'm like, oh, I got a new drink. No, don't do that. Come on. <laughs> Sprite remix. <laughs> Sprite remix. Remix. Um, 
So just, just just try to try to make sure you clear it out as much as you possibly can. All of, if not most of, to the point to where it will very minimally affect you, negatively affect you um, in your new venture, your new endeavor, your new relationship, and things like that. Okay, so last thing I want to talk about, switch it up real quick. Got a question for you. Oh, we didn't get there. Okay, yeah. so so I, I I've thought about some things, you know, when it comes to the to the to the exercise, to the workout, to the to the to the betterment of physical health and things like that. Yeah, now, yeah. you know, when you, you know you do your thing, yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever machine does this, I don't think any machine does that. Um, you you get to a point where you start seeing some progress and then you plateau. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we're all pretty much most of us are aware of the plateau phase. My question is. If you're doing the things and you work out and you, you plateau, now, is it as effective if you just continue to add on to it and venture out and continue to do more things with the exercise that you're already doing, like more weights here or more reps and then into more weights and things like that, or if you just completely switch up the exercises so that you don't even hit the plateau phase to begin with? Well, the thing that I'm going to try to get people to understand when I start training people is just the concept of progressive overload. And all that means is that you're continuing to get stronger <laughs> over time, which the way that you do that, even if you're doing the same exercises, granted, I do recommend switching it up because you don't want to just be strong in one specific area. Like say, for instance, arms, you don't want to just have strong ass biceps and just never do no tricep work for real. And of course, there's different parts of the tricep. There's got the inner head, you got the outer head, this part that gives you the horseshoe look, all that shit. The way that you apply progressive overload is just making sure that you continue to challenge yourself by going up in weight. Because you don't really know how strong you're getting until you really start to challenge yourself and see how much stronger you've gotten. Say, for instance, you're doing bench press, right? Mm -hmm. You don't want to go into the gym for six months straight throwing 135 on there and just doing four sets of 10, four sets of 12. Don't stay stuck in that one realm of just doing shit one way and just sticking with the same exact amount of weight, doing it the same exact amount of times. Usually a lot of people plateau because they're not challenging themselves enough. If you continue, if you stay consistent and continue to push the weight doing a certain exercise or um, training a certain muscle, it's going to continue to get stronger. But you're really not even going to know how much stronger it's getting until you really start to challenge that shit. Mm. So after you've done one, that 135 for about a month or so, go ahead and at the very least throw a five on each side. See it, you know, see how many times you can do that shit. After a while, you put some tens on that bitch. Not on top of the fives, take the fives off, throw the tens <laughs> on that bitch. <laughs> After you know, after you've done that shit for a minute, you're gonna start to feel it go up easier. Maybe because on the first rep, on the first set rather, instead of doing ten reps, you did twelve to thirteen reps. So now you're taking that same weight, but you're doing it more times. That's how you know you're getting stronger. Because if you were able to do that shit twelve, thirteen times in the first place, that's what you would have been doing. But you weren't able to push past the ten, so that's where you stopped. That was enough of a challenge for you. Mm. Now you take that. And you just continue to build on it. After you, you know, throw the fives on there, okay? See how long it takes you to get to whatever number you pick. 10, 12, whatever is moderately heavy for you, what have you. Take the fives off. Put tens on that bitch. Work with that for a minute. Take the ten. Or matter of fact, no, keep the tens on. 
throw the fives on there on top of the tens. All right, fuck them tens and them fives. Take them off, put a 25 on each side, on top of the 45. Now you up to 185 pounds. Even if you're only doing that shit five, six, seven times, you see yourself getting stronger because you're now pushing weight that you weren't able to push before. Mm. Now, I will say, if you do neglect certain muscles and training certain like specific areas, especially like shoulders, people get a lot of shoulder impingements. People have low back issues because they don't, you know, focus on stretching or they don't focus on their form when they're doing certain exercises that carry a lot of risk. Then yeah, you will start to create imbalances. Mm-hmm. For instance, I have one like this. This trap, this trapezius muscle right here, is lagging behind this one. If I were to take my shirt off, you can see this one sits up a lot higher than this one does. This one's a lot flatter. Now, I granted, I don't really know exactly where it came from. Maybe it came from me having bad form, or some people just have you know natural imbalances to where some shit just kind. It just it develops way easier for some reason even though you're doing you might be doing shit correctly or not really doing it incorrectly per se but either way that's not the only reason that is still something to focus on because it could could because of the way that you're doing the exercise but um final verdict i've said a lot of shit it will be in your best interest to make sure that you train you know all parts of your muscles and shit because you don't want to have parts of your arm lagging behind or parts of your shoulder, the parts of your chest or parts of your legs and shit like that. You don't want nothing to lag. So it would be good to find exercises that focus on all of these areas cumulatively. That might be a good word to use. I don't know. But either way, even if you do still do the same shit and your, your, your focus is just getting bigger, getting stronger and just making your body look better and feel better overall, you can pick you some solid exercises and you can do those and stick with those for a while. But just make sure that you're applying progressive overload. Make sure you're continuing to go up in weight and actively trying to see how much stronger you're getting. That way, you'll definitely see results. I started off doing... I couldn't curl... I curled 10-pound dumbbells like it was the heaviest shit on this fucking planet when I first started out. I was 15 years old. I was like 95 pounds, nigga. Now, if I pick up 65-pound dumbbell, I can curl that motherfucker. But it's because I didn't stay with those tens for months and months and months on end. The more I did, the tens, the stronger I got. And I could feel myself getting stronger because I got myself to the point. I'm like, okay, I'm doing this shit way too many times. Time to go up in weight. Start to feel the difference in the workout that you're doing with the weight that you're doing. Start going up in weight. You ain't got to stay there because that's what's going to make you stay where you at. Continue to go up in weight. Continue to challenge yourself. And I promise you, you will see results. And eat your protein, eat your, eat your carbs, eat your fats. Don't be afraid to eat. You got to eat to fuel your body. And if you're not fueling your muscles enough, then you're not going to grow. So that's, that's another thing. Don't just be out this motherfucker just eating one and a half times a day and working out for two hours, five, six times out of the week and think it's going to be okay. Do not do that shit. Don't do that. See you in the ER. (laughs) Exactly, nigga. Yeah, strong ass corpse. Oh my goodness. You a strong dead bitch. <laughs> yeah, you a dead sass motherfucker, but goddamn, man, this nigga is still malnourished. How the fuck did you do that? Oh, How you a malnourished goodness. strong motherfucker? Well, nope, I'm not gonna do that. Yeah, I can't ask you that because you're dead now. You a dead son bitch, just cold. <laughs> but um but yeah, so that's that and 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 eat your vegetables or whatever. So <laughs> um 
<laughs> That's gonna be the show for today. We'll holler at y'all next time, and we're gonna cream your Twinkies again. Oh! 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 Oh!